knows barbecue. Ro knows running. Ro knows that a happy wife is a happy life. Ro knows tacos. Ro knows burritos. Ro knows podcasts. Ro knows podcasts. Ro knows movies. Ro knows music. Ro knows podcasts. Ro knows wrestling and wrestling. Ro knows sports. Welcome to another episode of Ro Knows with your host, Roel Santos. Now let's get into it and find out what Ro knows this week. All right, guys, sit back and relax and get ready to get into the Ro Knows podcast. I am your host. My name is Roel Santos. People call me Ro. People call me bro. People call me all kinds of things. Um, welcome to the show. I give this podcast to you. Uh, Friday. Early on your iTunes feed when you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you can, take the time to write a review and subscribe to the show and tell everybody about it. And, you know, share it. You know, maybe give it a little Facebook post or a little tweet. Or maybe a little Instagram screenshot, that would be great. And if you want to tag me in it, that would be fantastic. I would really, really love that. Um, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, this is the second time I'm trying to do this monologue and uh, or this intro to introduce my guest. And uh, the first time I did it, I wasn't really, um, I wasn't very keen on it. I don't know if that's the word or if I felt good about it. I, I just didn't, eh, ugh. I was just kind of like, blah. I don't like the way I didn't like the way it came out. I didn't like the way it sounded. I'm still trying to get my voice back. I think um, before I ended the show or took the hiatus, I really had found my voice, and now I'm kind of like um, hitting like the reset and uh, kind of going from there. And uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back again. Uh, I'm still in a little bit of an influx or kind of just uh, a little bit shocked. Still kind of. You know the the tragedy the tragedy that occurred in, in California this week, and um, you know the, the 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 nine 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 victims in the in the helicopter crash, and of course one being Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and it's just really it was just really shocking, and my and first and foremost my my heart and my condolence you know my heart goes out to the families involved and my condolences to you all and I mean I can't even imagine what everyone is going through you know that's a that's a tough time um it just uh really 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 sad and you know um my guest this week is, is sam slade he's back on the show uh he, he came and this is the first time we've talked in person in maybe three years and uh you know the thing about sam is that he's a, a he's a stand-up comic he he's a very intelligent dude he's a good guy he's a good friend of mine um, he's a diehard Lakers fan, and so th- this was like this. This hit him pretty hard. I mean, it's hitting everybody pretty hard. But you know, for the Laker fans, this is like, you know, a, a franchise player, someone who kind of carried your carried your team for quite some time. You know, in the, the 2000s and into the early 2010s, and it's just really sad, really sad. You know. So, Kid, you know, kids didn't even get to experience, you know, their whole life, and people who didn't get to finish their life, you know, are, are gone just like that. Kind of goes back to what you know, 
my dad always tells me, he's like, what doesn't happen, what, what can happen in 20 years can happen in 20 seconds. Tomorrow's promise to no one. Kind of try to, you know, you got to live your life to the fullest. And and I think that, you know, with the... Uh, Hard Spurs fan. This uh, I hated the Lakers in the in the two thousands. Man, they beat us so many times and derailed my franchise. Or they didn't derail my franchise, but they, they you know they kept our team from winning a couple of titles. And but it's that whole competitiveness, you know. And over time, I learned to appreciate you know Kobe, Kobe in his uh, years, and uh, what a, you know what an amazing talent he was. And the mama mentality. I mean, that's just it's amazing. It's a, it's you know that. That that whole thing, you know, I, I've 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 been inspired by it for a couple of years, and it's something that I used in my you know my workout regimen when I'm you know preparing for my marathons and my training, and I, I really believe in the Mamba mentality. And he was one of my muses, you know, the one of the one of the people that I that I you know loved his energy and I I loved his work ethic, and I tried to I try to apply that in my in my uh, in my work ethic and. You know, and my family, and trying to be the best husband, father that I can be to my family, and you know, he was a great, he was a great father, a great husband. He, you know, he he worked really hard, but I mean, it's just it's just tragic. But you know, like I said, this that we're all still kind of you know, a lot of us sports fans or people who are, who love the game of basketball are still kind of feeling, you know, kind of sad about it and. Sam's no different. Sam's a diehard Laker fan, and if you want to hear us talk about that, I mean, you can listen to some of uh, the older episodes that he when he first came on. But this episode, this is this is a different episode. This is very unique. Um, it's 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 kind of it's kind of dark, maybe. I mean, he he really talks about some stuff here. You know, I mean, he really lays it out there, and I think he you know he puts his heart on his sleeve on this episode, and he really talks about some stuff that he went through personally, and this is stuff that you know it's it's very you know it we can't dismiss it because this is stuff that he's gone through and you know i'm really glad that he talked about it and you know he he's got it with friends he's got a close group of friends that have helped him recover from this uh, what he's about to talk about i don't want to get into it but the best thing about it is that i think he's he's keeping of it and he's an even better person than he was before which is hard that Sam's gone through uh, we we we, we kind of laugh a little bit we, we we make light of some of the things but at the same time we we do see the silver lining and, and this is I'm really glad that uh, we got to sit down and talk and I got to see him and spend some time with him and yeah I'm sure he's gonna come back again but this one was a little bit more serious than before and um I, I hope that uh, you get something out of this episode. And uh, we talk about a lot of things. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my friend. So uh, here you go. Have a listen. So I realized on the way up here, I used to be a real a real hothead until I was about 33. <laughs> Why are you a hothead? 
Uh, well, Where my, were you a hothead? Well, my point was is uh, I'm now 34, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that that whole six month or that whole year difference is gonna make it make it better, bro. I'll be honest with you, man. The last 18 months were so fucking crazy for me. Yeah, and I gotta say, and I want to say this on your show, uh, I mean, you were such family to me. Yeah, the, of course, that you were there for me every step of the way. Even if you were working weird hours, you'd take my message, you'd get back to me, you know, Facebook message, text, you'd give me a call when you could. Yeah, I remember Dude, that. it made all the fucking difference in the world. Why, yeah, you know what? It's funny because like a year ago, you were sending me text messages like really late. I was freaking out. Yeah. I was going through a divorce. Yeah. You were really ugly, random divorce. Well, so so I, like, I think people who are new to this show, Sam has been on this podcast. It's my fourth. Fourth time. And I think he's the only four-time guest. Uh, my first appearance was, uh, it was like pre-elect, uh, the two-parter like bio about me where yeah. you got Charlie Rose on my ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, actually, we can't say Charlie Rose anymore. He got me too. Uh, let me, uh, Larry King to me? Yeah, you go. yeah. I don't even do it justice. I always say Rose is a great broadcaster because even already, even though I'm holding a mic to my face, I don't even feel like we're recording. Yeah. But man, you were there every step of the way. That yeah, means, yeah. It means the world. So, I mean, how are you mentally now? It's, it's been eighteen months. I mean, why don't you? I know what happened. I well, mean, well, you well you set me up. This yeah, is so, your I show. Mean, so you you uh, I remember it was like almost from one day to the next. Like it felt like that, but I mean it really wasn't. You it were, felt like that to me. You were smitten. Oh, you were like over, over the moon happy, and I'm just like, oh, you know what? I'm happy for this guy. He's a good dude. He he had been talking about finding. A fam, making family, having someone. Well, I've and always we, admired that about you. Oh, I've always I looked up to you that way. Thank you. Thank you. And you actually got to meet the wife. Uh, finally. I, yeah. I feel terrible. I thought I had. <laughs> so anyway, oh, uh, it's okay. Um, I remember getting the invitations. I'm sorry. I'm just, I don't mean to build uh, this up. But you were, I don't know. There were cool invitations gone with the Slade. Well, um, we did all kinds of shit. The picture so, for the Capitol where I caught it, like I'm holding yeah, her. And you got that so, one. You're. You bought cool. some of her scam artist toothpaste. I, I did, which we still we still have. That's we, fine. Keep it. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> so, um, donate it to the uh, the Sam Slade Library once I pass away when they're trying to fill cases <laughs> full of memorabilia. <laughs> so, um, it was like eighteen months ago. It, everything came crashing. So, I remember. I just want to set this up. Uh, yeah. um, I remember when. You got married. Yeah. I saw all the pictures on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. That's well, y'all awesome. were busy. I, just, I wanted you to be there. I wanted got, to be Y'all got yeah. stuff there. I yeah, mean, we, we wanted to be there more than y'all, anything. Y'all are down here in San Antonio, and it was yeah. tough. And We couldn't make it, but I remember seeing like the, the photos. Hell of a party. Yeah, and like I, I was just like, okay, well, I hadn't seen anything after. And Not I'm a like, lot. What's, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, it's been a week since he got married. Maybe he's busy. He's not going to pull up photos. Oh, just happy two, as a jaybird, man. Two weeks go by. Three weeks go by. Six is the magic number. I'm like, okay. I'm a little worried because you hadn't put anything on your feed whatsoever. Of the two of us. Yes. Yeah. Because I was friends with both of y'all. Right. And then all of a sudden, you you put a post about thanking one of your friends for being there for you. I'm yeah. Like, oh, shit. And I think I messaged you. Yeah. What's up, man? Yeah, what's going on? How are you? How's yeah, you good, brother? Yeah, how's married life? How's everything going? Yeah, funny how's... story. Yeah, no, so then, yeah. Uh, so six weeks to the day that we got married, mm -hmm. uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, she took off. Uh, no no explanation. I mean, turned my world upside down. Had no idea. 
Wow. No idea what to think about anything. Couldn't understand. Couldn't figure it out. And as a dude who was uh, through my twenties and thirties, you know, I was I was the reason breakups happened because you wolfed around a lot. There was a period of that. Sure. Uh, could could be a hothead at times. Mm-hmm. Could be a little passive aggressive. Let shit build up and then fucking flip out like Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. Uh, but this time I, I'm I'm racking my brain trying to figure out what. I mean, I thought everything was going great. Right. Uh, turns out, uh, and you know, this is news to anybody who knows me or whatever, or to you or whatever. But mm-hmm. you have a whole different base of of listeners. Uh, the the girl had been uh, working basically behind my back as a an escort for for wealthy, much much older men. That's fucking crazy. It. I mean. Talk about trying to wrap your head around something. I mean, it, it easily took me. So, like, how did that? Like, what was it? What were you doing? Were you like eating? Not to make a joke out of you, just no. I do. Out, it's woke fine. up in the middle of the night. I need some ramen noodles. Hey, hey, where are you? No response. No. I mean, so she told me she was. She told me when we got home from Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, from her folks' house, and her folks loved me, and they it was really nice to have that. I, yeah. I, I have that now with the person I'm with now, but at the time it was like the first time I'd experienced the big parent endorsement, which is that was very yeah, nice. I mean, like. Makes you feel like part of the family, right? Uh, I mean, look, her. I will forever get tickled by the fact that a hardcore Ted Cruz Trumper Republican dropped a hundred and fifty grand on a wedding for a marriage that lasted six weeks. That might, out of all the campaigns row I've ever worked on, mm-hmm. that might be the most damage that I'm most proud of I've ever done to the Republican Party. <laughs> but uh, I can't figure it out. So, six, so we get home from Thanksgiving, and she says, "I'm going to stay with a friend," and that's all she says. Wow, I don't. I don't and you, what, I did, what was your reaction initially to that? Like, uh, so, what are you going to do? Like, okay, t- tomorrow she's okay. I'm going out to. I'm going to stay with my friend tonight. Yeah. Turns out he's a 58 year old man. I was unaware. So what? Did, for so it. I mean, you. Didn't so know? she goes. She says she's going to her folks for a week to help okay. set up for Christmas. It's a week after Thanksgiving. Okay. And I knew that had been discussed. Right. Um, what I didn't know was that her mom was well aware of everything going on. Oh fuck. So she goes out there. She spends a week, and then she's supposed to come back on Saturday. She just never, never comes back. So the she's, but she's not with her parents. She's with her. She family. was with her parents for that week. Okay. And her dad would talk to her and then call me. Man, y'all got to work it out. Y'all just got to work this out. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got to give me more clue. You know. Right. right. Well, it turns out there were uh, there's a 72 year old, there's a 68 year old, there's a 58 year old. Okay. So was she? I'll say this. I. I ignored a lot of fucking signs, bro. Like, sure, really? like signs that you, you, just you knowing me on the level that we know each other through. So, like, well, I mean, what kind of signs was it? Uh, I mean, and if you feel, yeah, okay, of course, yeah, I, dude. Yeah. I've talked about I've talked about this on Naked Diner. I do this in my stand up. Uh, uh, a big, huh? No, go ahead, go ahead. Don't plug other shows. <laughs> uh, Jackie and Andy, if you're listening to this, uh, hey, I love you guys. You know what? They beat you to the punch. I'm sorry. They did. I mean, I was in a little bit of a rut. You're, no, I, you were, and I'm so glad uh, Roe Nose is back, but I will. I'm, you know, I have to give them credit for, for rushing, but then you're doing the look back like the, uh, you know, like some because Academy Award you, special, but we're also catching up. It's been yeah, years. and where you're at now kind of thing. So. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so... Uh, the way I found out was looking back at time. Like, have you ever seen The Usual Suspects? You're a movie. Yeah, movie. of course. Okay, so the entire like month after she left, 
and she hasn't told me she's filing for divorce. And I'm still thinking she's going to, we're taking a break or we're working on something. Or, right. I mean, I am buying my own bullshit, just yeah. trying to keep my head in the game. Right. Uh, you know, uh, it was like the last scene of when I figured it out, like Usual Suspects, where Chaz Palminteri looks around the room. And the dad from Clueless is like, well, what do you want to do from lunch? And he's like looking around and he sees all the clues on the bulletin right, board right. and the cup and just, they're all there. They're all right there in front of him. That's kind of how the month went. Really? That's how it went. Because I, I, you know, it, I'm not the guy to ever go into anybody's like email or Facebook or anything like that. Right, I've right. learned that the hard way when you're like in your early 20s. You right, go right, looking for course. shit, you're going to find something you don't want to see. Right. But uh, it got to be a point where, like, uh, you know, growing up with only brothers, there are some women in my life who are like sisters who were like, hey, you're a fucking moron. You would tell anybody you know to get on that desktop computer and go look at those messages. Right. Well, by the time I got around to doing that, between Christmas and New Year's, there had been email blocks and Facebook message blocks deleted from Christmas going back to the week we got married. Holy shit. Yeah. Now, if there's anything we've learned from the 2016 election, and I know we're not going to do politics on this episode, but I'll say this. We've learned the hard way that when a woman starts deleting a whole bunch of emails, <laughs> it usually doesn't go well for us. Right, right, right. Usually the old man bad guy wins yeah, when that I'm happens. Thinking like Wolf of Wall Street, how Jonah Hill's like trying to um, yeah, Oh, yeah. Control, uh, delete, control, delete, control, delete. Yeah, so uh, it took a while to figure out. There was a bunch of other incidents in between that were like, you know, there's a time... I mean, this is this is row nose. I'll get super real. Yeah, you know, I'll come to find out that I I had married an old guy prostitute. That's fucking in it. That's fucking sad, dude. Oh, thank you, thank you. And I we're guess. and we're standing outside, and I'm talking about how much I like the Joker, and for some reason you don't understand how much why I didn't well, like that movie. Course, I mean, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't blame you for being shocked, shocked, and like, like punched in the dick, punched in the dick, like fucked up. I mean, because like. That would, I mean, you could have fallen into a really, really bit, and you probably did, to a, to a certain degree. I mean, not that I know of, um, in a big depression hole. Oh, absolutely. Oh, because, I mean, out I mean, of my mind. You, well, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine when you found out all that stuff, which... It, but it trickled out. It wasn't just, like, I've said this from the get-go to buddies and to anybody I've talked about this to mm-hmm. on any kind of podcast or comment. You know, it would have been one thing she would have set me down. Here's the deal. You know, I'm a fucking old man behind your back and I got to go. That would have sucked. That would have hurt. But finding it out. That would have been like a big daddy kind of thing. I've heard those jokes many, right, many I'm times. Just, I'm just saying. Like, with, your, with your old balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, new appreciation for that movie. But I'm saying that, I think, in the long run, would have been easier to deal with than finding out these fucking Keith Morrison Dateline clues over the course of, like, a month or six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's the time. How about this? I point out, at some point after you get to know her on Facebook, middle of that summer. Yeah, I remember we bought of that. 18. Two, yeah, pro, right, she's scamming people with shit. Uh, mm-hmm. One of those pyramid scheme deals. Uh, not a good one either. I saw John Oliver do a whole thing about that company. By the way, I was like, I gotta send which this to company? Row. Like hers? Yeah, that one. Oh, New Skin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Um. So, uh, 
to get really real. Uh, one time after we're done having sex, mm-hmm. uh, I say uh, she gets up and jumps out, uh, jumps up out of bed and leaves the room. And I say, uh, you know, I'm a comic. I'm gonna one way or another say how I feel. It's probably through a joke. I say, hey babe, how come you always act like a, you know, like an escort or a call girl? <laughs> after we have sex yeah, like, yeah, yeah we don't lay in bed we don't turn on a movie we don't you know right, smoke right. a bowl we don't, you know right and she gets livid mad when i ask that whereas i think most women you said something like that too that you've been with and or you're married to at they the least like, like giggled about it like what the heck or they would have been really upset of course and they would have been and you would end up having to like hey baby i'm joking right, right, right. i'm kidding come on let's you know yeah let's put on family guy come on <laughs> Uh, not just because I look like Peter Griffin. Right, right, right. Uh, but then, I mean, she got so mad, it was almost to the point of, where the fuck did you hear that? Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you ignored that. I was like, eh. You're but like, I was also on this thing where I was like, I'm fucking getting married. I'm the older brother. <laughs> I'm getting married. I'm not letting you ruin this. Yeah. Well, there's a day I come home and I open, uh, we have a little... I know I've told you about this. We had a little entryway table. I remember you telling me. I open the drawer looking for a pen. I'm on the phone with like Bado's campaign or somebody. And I open the drawer to find a pen. It's just stocked full. Like the fanciest fucking condoms I've ever seen. I show my buddy Dewan. I just, I go into Clark Griswold denial. I just shut the drawer and go back to whatever campaign conversation I was having. I show that to my buddy Dewan. He goes, look, man. uh, It's not that you and I have ever been celibate. I've known you since you were 15, but uh, that's more condoms than you and I have ever seen in our life combined. Right. So, and like fancy ones. These weren't like, like I've never even heard of them. And uh funny thing about the drawer of condoms is when she came to move her stuff out, I wasn't there. It was my folks and her folks and her. First thing she did when she entered the apartment was rip that drawer of condoms out and they spilled all over the place. Shut up. And she starts screaming, those aren't mine. Those are my exes. And somebody goes, well, somebody goes, those aren't Sam's. He just found those a couple weeks ago. (laughs) And she goes, no, my ex-boyfriend's. And like flipping out. And that's when her dad walked out of the apartment, got in his car, drove his ass back to Houston. Just threw his fucking hands up. So... Yeah. So so, so her, yeah, Todd Phillips's Joker was like a feel good comedy to me, if that's what you're saying, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> so then was it uh that's funny, but I mean so then her mom knew but her dad didn't. Her dad didn't. Yeah, her, and her dad was like at one point we're out at their their uh like ranch, chunk of land, South Texas junction and he turns to me junction after junction boys yeah no you're thinking of the newton boys well i was thinking of the tom berenger movie the junction Boys. oh movie. yeah that's yeah. way deep cut yeah. no scar either <laughs> they covered that shit up good uh, well i'll say this by the time the divorce was over i started last year like uh how long did the divorce who, take? who did you just say who was the tom actor? berenger yeah, I I started my my year last year like him at the beginning of major league laying on the bed with a sombrero with a sombrero hanging. Yeah. I go, if you're gonna prank call me, at least say you're from the fucking Yankees. Yeah. Click. <laughs> Is that you, Tolbert? Yeah. Uh, the divorce was over, man. It was over real quick. It was, was over it? quick. Yeah. And here's the kicker. This is the punchline, and I. Uh, 
before our year wedding anniversary rolled around. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk about it anymore. No, no, no. I want to wrap it up. Oh, within a year of our wedding anniversary, she was already knocked up and engaged. What the fuck? To a 58-year-old man. One of the dudes that she was uh, paid to sleep with. Yeah. You can't fucking make this shit He's up. got... No, you can't. Not in my life. Uh, I put Larry David up for his money every day of the fucking week. Uh, this guy, uh, white, bleach blonde hair... Uh, I mean, look, if you know Sam Slade, you know one thing. He's just an average dude with above average hair, guys. So was he like the... He looks just like a creepy old... Like Nature Boy Ric Flair? Yes, yes, but like a a dorky version, like a low-budget Austin version. So, okay, so then... So I think she has a kid now. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know. So you go through this shit, and it was like a kind of like a downward spiral for a little bit. Very much. So, I mean... Very much, and I. I'm I'm trying to remember these things. When, and then when you, we were tech, we were messaging. And then I'd start trying to date, and then you, I remember. And this. then that story, you share that story with any woman, and it's so for women immediately sprint. I mean, like Ezra Miller Flash, just sprint right the fuck away. What are you talking about? Oh, you have to. I mean, it was. Well, I'm like, also a comic to where like I'm not gonna like hide some secret past or whatever. Like, hey, here's here's my deal. You want to be a punchline. Uh, I don't want to be a punchline. I want to be my environment to be a punchline to me. What's the Nicholson Departed line I just tried to steal? <laughs> I, I I don't know, but because you've never you seen could it have Departed done, like, with the whole uh, like Ben Stiller from Along Came Polly. Like my wife, I just divorced my wife after like we just she was cheating on me. On I started doing uh, Happy Gilmore, and people would ask me like, "Hey, what happened to that nice wife of yours?" Like, oh, yeah. ah, yeah, she uh, she actually uh, she got hit by a truck. So yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, my girlfriend, you got hit by a truck. Here's what's dead. Uh, November of this year, mm-hmm. I had just found out. I'm super stressed out on the Castro campaign. I think I had had a minor heart attack at that point, like days after finding out that she had, was pregnant uh, and engaged. Yeah. Uh, did a stand-up set about all of it on a, a guest set at a, a show I used to host. Uh, I'm super frustrated, and I go to my, my best friend in the world, Dewan McKellar, has his uh, his second boy, shows up two months premature. Mm-hmm. I was a month premature. Dewan was like six weeks or two months premature. So we're all in this. Yeah. And I show up to the baby shower, and uh, my best friend's mother-in-law, who I've always been super cordial and nice with, sure. she walks up to me as soon as I get there. Hey, is your wife here? Oh, fuck. This is a year later. Hey, is your wife here? I go, oh, no, funny story, Sally. She, uh... Turns out she uh, she fell off a cliff uh, rock climbing. <laughs> did, you, did you really say that? No, 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 no. I was like, I got real with her. I was like, yeah, it turns out she was a prostitute, Sally, so I, we're not together. Wow. And she, and then this poor lady went home and unfriended me on Facebook. She felt so bad. <laughs> well, I was just she, trying to be honest. But why did she unfriend you? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't shame her. I just was like, you You're know. You're telling her the truth. But then I was also like, why the fuck? Had my buddy and his wife not warned Anybody her mom, yeah. hey, Sam's coming. Don't bring up the fucking wife thing. So what So what did you tell Dewan? Uh, Dewan, the only time I've ever heard or seen Dewan cry in 17 years of, of talking every day was when I finally knew everything and told him. And I'll never forget the sound of hearing him sob. I mean, the, the baddest dude, the most gamer straight, I mean, just business get shit done get your shit done i mean he was my weight room partner in in high school sports when we were 15 years old he you know he's uh he, he's like joe biden used to say with obama he, you know he talks softly but he carries a big stick mm. and like biden said about obama apparently Dwan definitely has a big stick 
It was a great Biden line. It's kind of on the nose, but it was a great Biden line. That's that's Biden. That was back when Biden was allowed to do dick jokes about Obama. We were all like, Joe. Uh, (laughs) But that's the first time I ever heard my best friend cry, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was it was a crazy crazy year and a half. Did you do anything for therapy? Did you see somebody, Uh, or did you? So here's what's interesting, Ro, and I'm glad you asked this question. I had done, you know, I I'd done therapy a lot in my life. I, I, I mean, imagine. I told you the first time I did your show about, uh, you know, childhood house burning down, and the next week the, the my folks get divorced. Yeah, you know, I told you that early, and a bunch of other stories that now, like I'll take the DeLorean back to and enjoy at this point. Right. Uh, no therapy. No therapy. I did stand up. I did podcast. I did jokes about it. So was stand-up kind of like your catharsis? Yeah, I'll tell you this. Last year when I was doing stand-up solely about this topic. Did you ever have like one of those? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. uh, It would always kill, right? Mm -hmm. And in the past, you know me, I had done like more political stuff, more news stuff. Right. Sillier stuff, impressions. Right. But doing 15, 20-minute sets about this deal, when you come off, no matter how hard it killed, it didn't you don't get that comedy high like last week when i did that mcconaughey show mm-hmm. i mean i'm still writing that shit yeah i'm still feeling fucking all right all Are right all right you, nah, i was just about to say uh <laughs> but doing stand-up about that topic it never felt like you come off stage and you don't have that high it feels like the way you do walking out of therapy when you walk off stage you're like so was it like kind of like it was, it was closure. It was closure, but it was also kind of emotional for you. I mean, you got to understand, I never had a talk with her about anything. I got a text message saying, I'm filing for divorce, and uh, I'm I'm sorry I did this. That was it, and I'm changing my number. And that was the last conversation we that's, had. That's fucking heartbreaking, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was hard. I mean, you know, that's about, that's ghosting somebody you fucking married. You know, and also it was that kind of deal where you think, look, first time in a long time, I'd done everything right in a relationship. I'd right. been the, like the champion of this relationship. I, re- well, I remember that, man. I mean, just in the time. When I met you, I wasn't doing that with people I was dating. I mean, you didn't, you didn't really go into that, but I kind of had this feeling that you were just kind of like, eh, F it. I'm just going to fucking own it. Own it and do whatever. Fucking wrap yourself in the flag. And boy, that lesson rubs you the wrong way when you like you do everything right well, and that's what happens well i mean i think i think what happens is is that when and i've always said this and, and people ask me how long i've been married and in, in july it'll be eight years but i've always y'all are my heroes <laughs> well thank you um i've always said that i mean i felt like my wife was much more mature than i was when it came to getting married because i felt like like oh shit this is like I gotta. This, this is real. This is real. I gotta grow up. I yeah. gotta like. I gotta like man up. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And fucking, like I felt like I got married when I was thirty. Yeah. But I, I, felt, I was thirty two. Yeah, I, I was. I felt I was thirty, but I felt like I was like twenty five or twenty four. Right. Because then I started thinking, did I did I do everything I was supposed right. to do? Did I do this? Right. Did I do that? You're Clark Griswold, right? Like, like well, now you really are, but yeah, like you're freaking out. Because I'm worried, and I'm, like I'm gonna be the well, and you're breadwinner. I gotta, I mean, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta the do family this. expectations. Yeah. I mean, like, well, and to me, I'm the oldest of three boys. You know, like uh, you set the example, kind of. Yeah, thing. Like, and, and what I think what was harder for me than actually losing that person out of my life mm-hmm. was the fact that, like, for the first time in a very long time. Mm-hmm. All of my relatives, my siblings, my folks, not my dad, because I've talked about that. He, you know, yeah. Uh, 
He's never met a crack whore he didn't want to spend money on. <laughs> uh, great lawyer, though. Great lawyer. Your dad? Uh, used to be. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if he's does he practicing. Know, does he know Dick DeGaron? I don't know. Uh, I don't you know, know who he is, right? Yeah, I know who he is. He's from. He went to UT, right? Yeah, yeah. No, my dad went to Baylor. No, but I'm saying Dick, Dick DeGaron. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, long time ago, but yeah. <laughs> he's like uh, a high-profile lawyer these days. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, along with like Vic Fizell and uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Side thing, but I, I do want to go back to what I just said. Um, yes, what I said. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but we'll no. get back to it. But like, when I say when I was getting married, and I'm like, did I do everything I was supposed? That's to That's what I was getting at. I was meaning like not the wolfing around part, because I, I mean, right. I meant like career wise. Am I in the right place? Am I in the right frame of mind? Am I going to do everything right? Am I going to fail? Like, all am I shit. ready for this? Yes. Am exactly. I ready to be the man of the house? Yes. And here's what I was getting at was for the first time in a very long time, my relatives, my younger siblings, cousins, every like everybody in my universe, and probably you to some extent too, were like, oh my God, this motherfucker's grown up. Yeah. Like he's yeah. grown up. He's, wow. Like he's. You're, you're freaking he's out. He's a man now. Yeah. Like my parents were like, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. They're all excited. Like, yeah, it's time. And I'm like. I don't know if I'm. Am so I going to be good at this? Right. Am I going to do? Am I going to do right like you do? Anyway, right. Going well, on. that's what was the mind fuck. Was that like you know you get up every morning trying to be Clark Griswold for sixty weeks during a marriage and then it had nothing to do with you. It had yeah. nothing to do with you because it sounds like you did everything right because you were just like, look, this is it. This is what I want to do. Like, this is my life. This is my yeah. future. This is you know I want to build a family with this person. You know I want to uh, grow together. Uh, I mean, again, looking back, there's so many signs. You know, she'd never seen any of the Star Wars movies. You know, she didn't care for superhero movies. She didn't even like half the comics I like or am into. Like, you're like a full-fledged comic fanboy nerd. And comedy nerd and SNL nerd. And uh, So she was deep into AA. Alcoholics Anonymous? Yes. Was she an alcoholic? Recovering Uh, alcoholic? She had been sober for 10 years when we'd met. Wait, how old was she? She's a year younger than me. So she got sober at 21. Wow, was it that bad At for Baylor. Her? Super sheltered in high school. Showed up to Baylor. May or may not have had a gangbang with the Baylor baseball team. Was Art Browse there? I don't know, but it, it, but it was before Ken Starr was covering up rape for the football team. I know that. That wow. didn't happen until after she left. Wow. But here's the thing. What I didn't know was AA is you find the right AA meetings. It's just a fucking sex cult. Shut up. Yeah. It's just people hooking up, and they've traded the bottle and the drink for just paying for fucking. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people don't pay, but that's not my kind of shit. So I did it all through stand-up, and uh, I think what was the hardest part about the year was that both my brothers got married over the course of the oh, year. Oh, damn. In order, the middle one and then the youngest one. And I think that was hard because I took two different dates to both weddings. I took a, uh, you know different girl to Thanksgiving and Christmas and you're just going like you know I was the guy but I mean remember Branda Charlie you're my little brother I could have been somebody but I mean I could have been a contender for best husband of the year but I mean but when I but I can imagine that when you were there like your family all felt for you because they knew they knew when I was going through it like Like after that when she took off like when your brothers got married I'm pretty sure that at some point, in some capacity, they were just like, this has to be tough for him. This is tough for him. Yeah. But I also made a point to show up early, stay late, help out with of both course. weddings. Because you're the brother. But here's the thing is, what my first thought was, if I go and don't 
Occupy your damn time. Thank you. Thank you, Ro. That's why I love you. If I don't go and lose myself in making it the coolest fucking party these guys can have for themselves, then I'm going to be sitting in the corner going, you know, mine was cooler than that. Yeah. My wedding was cooler. Where is she now? Okay. This is, okay. This is important because I think in this whole, you know, the shock denial, anger, acceptance thing. Oh yeah. Now I'm way past it. You are past it, but I'm at what I'm, what I want. Something you said about your wife. Hang on to what you said because I don't want to cut you off, but I'm going to forget. Something you said about your wife being so much more mature than when you got married. Yeah. The difference when you start dating or spending time with somebody who is on that level, like Valens, as opposed to where my ex-wife was. Yeah. Like the 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 lady friend I'm with now, yeah, it's mind blowing. Where you walk, like there's a there's an exchange where two people don't get along, yeah, and you walk out of the room and you're just w- cringing and waiting to hear something break, right, 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 right. And right. instead, you walk back in the room and it's like, so should we start the new season of Larry David or? Yeah. And you're like, wait, I thought I thought we were gonna scream at each other. You're gonna well, break shit. Well, it's like it's like I remember when we like I'm like, she's my wife, she's mine. Oh, but when you got to the I was obsessed with those first few weeks of being able to be like, excuse me, my wife's trying to get through. (laughs) Yeah. Like my wife. Like the John Mulaney (laughs) band. is trying to come through. Right. Like my wife is going to Get this. You'll love this fact. Yeah. uh, She goes to file for divorce. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I get a phone call from like a family member who's doing research on my behalf at this point, like involved. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you guys can't get divorced because she never turned in the marriage certificate. Oh, fuck. So this was some kind of premeditated. Wow. And she thought that would get her, that would be like a loophole. Okay, so then what was her whole agenda? Get this, the state of Texas, the state of Texas says, without trying to slide back on into it, the state of Texas says, if you're walking around calling each other married wearing rings, you are married and you have to get divorced. Wow. So then how long were you all together? Mm, so a year and a half before we got married, and then prior to that, about six months, a year before. So two and a half years. Yeah, with a break. Or two years with yeah, a break. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What was she trying to do? I don't think I don't uh, make money. She chased that paper. A, she strung you along. No, I think she loved me at times. I think she definitely loved me. I think when I went through some hardships on a uh, on uh, career campaign stuff. Uh, Here's the thing. Do you know that the whole time we were together, I did not do one stand-up set or appear on one podcast? I was going to say, you didn't do stand-up for a long time. Uh Uh-uh. And she had no support for that. And then once we got married, I was like, I'm so stoked about coming back doing married guy stand-up. I'm going to be like Paul Reiser. I'm going to be fucking... I was going to say like Steve Trevino. Oh, Steve Trevino. I mean, uh, uh, Tom uh, Papa. Mm -hmm. I mean, doing fucking married guy stuff. Bert. Bert uh, does a lot of stuff. Even Tom does now. Tom Segura. Yeah, yeah. And that plan's gone, but uh, I would say Louis C.K., but that's we don't get to we don't get to go there. <laughs> do you, do you, are you on his newsletter on like his old mailing list? Uh-uh. I just got an email from him the other day, and it's it is written. He writes his own marketing emails, and it it's written like a guy who's in trouble. Where he's like, "Hi, my name is Louis C.K. You may remember me from stand up comedy." It's like the whole fa- Phil Hartman thing from like The Simpsons. Remember, he's like the Troy McClure. Like, you may remember me from such commercials as this, this but uh, as Roto Rooter. Yeah, but it Marin even like distanced himself from him. Yeah, after all that, when Marin was the one who had to do the mea culpa. But dude, I'll tell you what, it's just having your whole world turned completely fucking upside down. So your whole world was turned upside down. Uh and like shook. 
Well, fuck All yeah, the change would, shook out of your fucking like, pockets. That would have like fucked me over too. And I think you and my buddy Ray and my buddy Dewan and without, I don't want to leave anybody out who deserves credit, but I'll say you guys came through more than my own brothers did. Oh man, that sucks, dude. No, it doesn't suck because to have three guys like you guys in my life but but who would it, take my phone call anytime, send me a message, like just check in, Yeah, that meant the world at that time. Well, you're welcome, man. I'm glad. I was really fucking worried about you. I remember I came home and like I was like shook and I was like, Hey, what happened? And I go, Sam, you know, like we just got married and now they're like getting a divorce and she's like, Sam the guy with the the cool invitations? I go, Yes. Guy with all like, the perfect wedding paraphernalia. Yeah, and she was like, We just we just got all those invitations. Yeah. I go, Yeah. Dunsky. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I mean you and I'm glad because when something like that happens, any type of like tragedy or something really, really sad happens to a person, they do need like a like a, a safety it. net, and you need an outpour of, of help. Well, you need teammates. You do. You can't yeah. be LeBron in <laughs> situations like that. I'm serious though. No, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, it looks like your mom's been very has been there for you. Uh, sometimes to a point where it was not helpful. I mean. You gotta understand, Kelly Slade is a pit bull, and if someone crosses one of her baby boys, or the OG baby boy, she's gonna kick some ass. I'll, we're gonna show up and throw down. Well, I would hope so. She confronted the girl outside of her AA meeting after she'd been gone for a month. Oh wow, this I did not know. The seven—I don't think I've ever talked about this on a podcast. Seventy-two-year-old man got in my mom's face. A seventy-two-year-old man. The one she was fucking. The one she had <laughs> dated. When she was at Baylor, what did your mom should have told me? Here's what, here's what, here, here, no, here's what, here's what Rowdy asked Kelly Slade did about a, a buck oh three soaking wet in a robe, mm-hmm. tiny blonde, right. thin she's, little. She's I mean, tiny, yeah, yeah, running the hiking bike trail in Austin every day, just shove that seventy two year old man down on his butt like Lawrence Taylor during a fucking timeout. Wow. He got so butthurt, he called the cops. Shut the, the hell up. Yeah, and my mom sat there and gave the statement. They were like, well, I'd do the same thing if I were in your spot. <laughs> Man, we can completely understand. <laughs> so what, what did uh, what did what happened? What was it? I drove off. She sped off, and the old man got in my mom's face. So she's just going to I mean, run. my mom walked into the A meeting before it started and was like, hey, I need to talk to you. Oh, yeah. that's Where have you been? I need to talk to you. Yeah, that's what kind of did it. Yeah. So I she mean, ran from it. She OJ'd the scene. Yes. Uh, yeah, except for it was uh, in a much more homosexual black Mini Cooper. <laughs> and not a white Ford. Dude, Bronco. by the way, I meant to ask you this. Not to change subject from my tragedy. <laughs> so I was last night, I'm like, okay, you got to get a good night's sleep. You're going to do Rose Show. First time in a long time. You get your first guest of the decade. Fucking be professional. Well, rest up. the second. The wife will be first, but it's okay. Doesn't count as a guest. <laughs> executive producer, yes, not a guest. <laughs> She's executive. By the way, I've been saying this a minute ago. Uh, uh, depending on what happens in this Democratic primary, right now I'm already saying Val Santos 2024. <laughs> I'm saying it now. Okay, go on. Okay. Uh, I will do, I'm after it. Uh, the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Oh, damn, that have was you, good. Have you already finished it? I did. Dude, I, I could. One day. Dude, I, could, I watched it all. Back to the, back to back. They're 90 minute pieces. I watched three in a fucking row last night sitting in bed with this dumb cat I'm allergic to. <laughs> and I had no idea. I'm fascinated by that story. It was fucked up. Dude. Okay, CTE, they said at the end, was the most advanced they'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, had no idea he was fucking the quarterback of his high school team. Which is crazy. And he and that kid just owns it? 
the kid, he looks just like Ferris Bueller, and he's just owning the shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was owning it throughout. I and the dad, his dad is sitting next to him, who coached them in high school. And they're from Massachusetts, Connecticut, or Connecticut, which is a very. Uh, it's not liberal. It's very conservative. Yeah, but like old, old style conservative, not not run Mexicans out conservative, just right. like like. But even though no, I'm just checking this thing. Okay, even though Aaron Hernandez was, uh, yeah. I had no idea about any of that. Yeah. And then I didn't remember there was a second murder trial. I remember that. I don't remember that. That was, man, what a story, huh? Yeah. I'll tell you what, it was real nice to watch because I knew you wanted to get into my last 18 months when I got here. Well, just to catch up and we can, I mean. No, I know, I but know, I'm saying, wanna... I'm just saying that after watching the Aaron Hernandez documentary, yeah. you're like, shit's looking pretty good outside. For real. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. It's not that bad. Uh, uh, what was crazy to me was how. Um, the, and Val said the same thing. Was like, you watch it together? Yeah, well, yeah. I watched. Yeah, we did. And she was just like, he's so like discontent. Yeah, being in prison. But he's like disconnected from the reality of yeah. what the fuck's going on. Yeah, he's so he's like, and that's to me. I think that's the CTE stuff. Like the his, he was just fucking mentally. He's deranged. gone. He's gone. Because like uh, they say, it's like when he gets arrested for the first thing. Mm-hmm. That they they brought up that that corrections officer who mm-hmm. worked in the jail and he said I've never seen somebody go from seventeen million dollar house to just a jail cell like was perfectly so, like no like no, no problem at all insane man absolutely insane I mean it, it I was very and tell me what you think about this I was very conflicted by the end of it about whether or not we should feel bad for him so I think that that's the whole point I'm just checking are we out. running no, out of no, time no 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 we have plenty of time I'm just making sure this thing doesn't die um. At least I'm not over the phone. Remember how bad that used yeah, to fuck up? Yeah, I hated up? that shit. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> boners. No more. Anyway, I felt like the the people who who created it wanted you to feel that way about him. Yeah. But I mean, like, the dude this, fucking it, murdered a guy for no reason. Three people. Three people. That we know of. That he got a... And, and he tried to kill the one dude. Yeah. And uh, got off. That we know of. Right. But here's the thing. I'm not going to feel bad for that guy. I'm not. I'm sorry. Like, no, you can't. You can't murder people. You can't. That's the least we can operate on. You cannot on. fucking murder somebody, regardless of what. And I still don't understand why he, they killed that dude. Is it because he he found out shit on him? That's what they said by the end. They said that he he caught Aaron with a guy. Is that what? Is that's that what, what they, they said? said by the end of three? That's what they say. I'm, so is this? So is the story? Here's so where. He, I, where I like sweet dreams, Sam. Good night, buddy. He, where I curled up to go to sleep last night was it. Is it, is it brain damage from CTE, impulsivity and shit? Is it uh, the whole sexuality issue that he obviously dealt with for many, many years? Mm -hmm. Uh, Or is he just a cold stone fucking killer? See, I don't think he's a cold stone killer. I think that he's he was mentally disturbed, disturbed and ill. And then the the sexuality thing. And I think because he was in the NFL, he had such a complex. He had to be such an alpha dog, right? That I don't want anybody to know that I'm gay. And I think that the CTE fucked with his head because he smoked a lot of pot. A lot of weed. And so most people do that How to did, keep themselves calm. Well, I smoke a good amount of weed. How did he not? <laughs> I've never killed anybody that I know of. Uh, how How did that not help? I, is it because he, was he such an alpha dog that the mental illness stuff was never addressed because he's like a stud football player. Nobody ever tried to put him on antidepressants. Right, or like, that's the thing. Like, like New England was kind of like sweeping it under the rug. And what I didn't like was that 
I, there's a, there's somebody I know on Facebook who posted like, oh, I I love this guy. New England messed up. I'm like, Dude, oh no 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 no, 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 no. They messed up drafting him. Yes, knowing because, his boys are in the neighborhood. Right, and especially because this guy, there was red flags even before they the Patriots drawer full of him. condoms. <laughs> Basically, jumping out of bed, acting like a hugger. I mean, dude, like his 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 character level was like what, like at a one or his social or like the one. Yeah, or two no, it level? was the lowest uh, uh, emotional uh, emotional intelligence was like a one. Yeah, so like, why why would well, Bill Belichick and the Patriots draft this guy when you just drafted Gronkowski like in the first same round? same draft? Yeah, You've and, and by the way, Gronkowski is not some sensitive, yeah, fucking well adjusted dude himself. He's yeah, yeah, a yeah. rock star, fucking point stars, and tweeting about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. I don't blame the Patriots because this guy was already a basket case going into the NFL. I blame the people who had him before, like even Urban Ur- Meyer. Urban Meyer looked the other way. On he so totally much, uh, did. He they totally did. Like when they asked him, oh, he... Uh, He'd go back home with his family. Yeah, and like he, he tested positive, so we suspended him one game. Bitch, one game. Sus- one game? One game. Suspend him the whole season. Like, I mean, Teach a fucking lesson. Remember, why, remember uh, what Chris Rock said about Farley saying... Uh, Saying to this day, he still believes that there's at one point he's in a meeting when Farley's really bad off. Like mm-hmm. like two years before Farley uh, leaves SNL, he's in a meeting, like a senior meeting, and Lauren's talking about firing Farley. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock, as good of friends as he was, made an argument that we should fire him so he'll clean up, right? And he'll it'll he'll get the message. Can... And that's not what happened. To this day, Chris Rock says if he'd gotten fired earlier from SNL, he would have cleaned up. And I mean, we don't know, mm-hmm. but Urban Meyer did not do the Christian father shit that he pretends to. He should have sat him down. Look, you got a problem. You need to go. Here's the options. Yep, this is what you got to do. We're either doing treatment. We're doing six games. Like, and then and then his mom did. Like this the stupid. mom is a nut. She's like, and he went to his aunt's house or whatever, and just did more drugs. And, and were they what? There was something. There may or may not have been something sexual going on with the aunt. That's weird. That was very weird. And she's dying of cancer the whole time. And then the mom married the aunt's. Yeah, that was the cousin's husband. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. But then the guy, the first guy Aaron killed was the sister's boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. Dude, it's just, I I had no idea about it. I wasn't paying attention at the time, but I had no idea. I remember when all that happened, dude. It was like all over the news, man. Who do you cast him in the in the drama when we get the fucking Spielberg, the fucking Scorsese, Tarantino, Aaron Hernandez? You could put Jay Hernandez as him. I don't know. Who? Jay Hernandez. I don't even know who that is. The dude from Friday Night Lights. No, oh, come on. We're going A-list, bro. You're a movie nerd. Who do you... Come on. Man, I don't know anybody A-list that's Hispanic. Let me, okay, let's think about this for a second. Mario Lopez. Done. No. <laughs> He can't. He's doing the Save by the Bell reboot. Yeah, I, I saw that, which is cool. Zach's he's, Zach's governor now. I saw that too. Is, so is, what about Mark? I mean, what about Dustin Diamond? He's in prison. Is he really? No, but he stabbed <laughs> that. He stabbed that guy in the bar, and then he did porno, and everybody's like, you're, "Yeah, you're, they don't want to have anything to do." I with went him. back with the new lady friend a few weeks ago. Watched some college years Save by the Bell. It's no surprise to me why Screech started fucking doing porn and stabbing people. They treated that guy like shit till the end. They well, they did. I mean, and, and even like in the Save by the Bell, the new class, like he he's the only one left. He's like the assistant principal. Yeah, like he's building's assistant. Oh fuck off! Uh, the scene I want to see in the drama that blew my fucking mind last night was the morning after the murder, mm-hmm. the first murder. 
when he speeds to Gillette Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's sprinting into the office to talk to Robert Kraft. And he basically goes, let's be real, he goes and admits everything. Probably does. And then he's running from media to get in there. And then when he comes out, Bob Kraft is behind him trying to convince him not to leave. Right. Dude. Dude. What uh, I, I that's probably the number one thing I can uh, recommend on uh, the streaming services right now. It's a great documentary. Other than uh, the Mandalorian, yeah, the Mandalorian was great. Um, yeah, it. Uh, and I, so he killed himself. He hung himself. Why did he kill himself? Well, unlike Jeffrey Epstein, he actually hung himself. We'll just let that one sit. <laughs> uh, he no, he they wrapped up in the end. They said he thought. So there was a oh. law in Massachusetts that if you die while on appeal, you you don't keep a guilty uh, sentence or a guilty uh, verdict. So he Makes thought sense. if he did that, he his uh, the fiance, which fiance means nothing, you got to be married, right? But the fiance and the daughter would get oh, the rest funny. of his NFL pension. But she, they didn't. They did it, and the Patriots fought them to the fucking bone. Bob Kraft. Dude, the scene where they're saying Bob Kraft is going to come into the courtroom. Oh, that was crazy, dude. And he, he looks could... over his shoulder eight times, like like his dad's about to come in. And, yeah. Oh, man. You could see like he was kind of like scared. Losing his shit. Losing his shit. What a fucking story. And to think, how did he get away with all the weed? What the fuck? I thought the NFL tested for that shit. Yeah. What are your biggest predictions for 2020? For this year, yes, in, in any direction at all. I just got to move it off of divorce and Aaron Hernandez I mean, killing it, people and is, killing we're, himself. We're, we're being, yeah, we're gonna lighten it up. Yes, You're, this is my show. I'm the one in okay. charge here. You, you, so <laughs> you, you, a, you, you, you probably would like that show. What you? What is it? You don't know the show? You on I've never Netflix? Heard of, I've never heard of it. Come on. You're way deeper into like the original stuff. I just go see comic book movies and old okay, Star so Wars. Okay, so go watch the show. You is it like a rom com? It's not a comedy. Is it college football? Is it the U? No, it's not. It's not that U. It's not comedy. It's not college football. I'm it's out. a show. Why? It's not college football. It's not comedy. Okay, so just anyway. okay. Okay, 2020. Um, what would you like to see happen? Well, you know, I do want to mention that uh, I uh, I kind of like almost gave up on podcasting. I know you did. I like. I mean, like this wasn't. You remember I had a yeah, whole yeah. a whole equipment. Or I I got rid of a lot of that shit. No, you had a beautiful studio. Yeah. So I just said I'm done, but and then my Val starts the YouTube. A great start, YouTube. Well, how do you play it? What's it called? How do you find it? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I find go, it from the link. You, you go to YouTube.com/slash Valerie Santos. You can there find you it that way. Um, yes, it's a great show. Thank you for saying that. But I started to feel the itch. Like, Man, I need to do this. I need mm. to do this. I need to do this. And then I still had some equipment left. Got back Gotta to get basics. back. Yeah. And just keep it simple. I don't need this Marinesque setup. I don't need all this high tech stuff, even though it was nice. It was a beautiful setup you used to have. Yeah. Um uh but you're a great broadcaster, you're a great storyteller and the thing that I've told people mm-hmm. uh, for the last four years is uh, you're the best conversational interviewer I've ever been around. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and, you know, I think for me, for 2020, I want nothing but great. I mean, everybody wants great things. They have resolutions. Um, You're running. Are you running a marathon? I am. Yeah. So I have, I'm running Chicago in October. First time in Chicago. I'll get you. When is it? October 10th or 11th. I might 
try to see if I can be up there at the same you should, time. Yeah, we should totally do that. So you can kind of like, show you around a little bit. Yes. After I'm not going to run the fucking marathon oh, with mean, you. No, no, no. You can like how about this? Like after I run it and we'll I go get eat my somewhere. Boston quali- qualification. Ooh, that's a goal. And I just realized that I put that out there for the world to know. That's what you need to. Uh, so Chicago, then Boston. I want to try to qualify for yeah. Boston. So uh, that's my goal. Uh, I'm running for St. Jude again. So it's yeah. awesome. Uh, big deal. Yeah, that's a very big deal. And we're, we're both very excited because we've never been to Chicago. Uh, uh, I know a couple of people, but I think they're actually moving yeah. from Chicago. But it would be great if you did. That would be awesome because you, Second City. I was up there. You were up there for Obama. a while. I mean, we could, uh, you know, I, I, we, we there's some places we want to check out. And I would... Man. Yeah, I'd love to show you around. Yeah, I, I'd love to take the lady friend up there. We're trying to figure out a time we can go up there. You should. Um, I'll tell you what. I got to tell you quick. I don't know how much time we. But have we have left. plenty. Of, we have a few. We have. We have time. But what? We, what I want to say is that uh, go back to this. Like the the dark stuff that happened. Your silver lining now is you've moved on. You look great. You look well, like you're you. happy. It's the mustache. It is the mustache. It totally is. But but you usually have a beard. Yeah. Um. You're you have a girl now. You said you're sure. happy. Like I mean, what? Forget about me because yeah. I'll talk about my goals. And thank you for asking me about my marathon, which is cool. You, what are your goals? You're coming back to stand up. What are you? What are we gonna do? We're gonna do some more Matthew McConaughey stand ups. We're gonna talk about that Lincoln. What are we gonna do? I don't hear you think, bro. <laughs> what you gotta understand? It's been a weird, wild ride. <laughs> um, no, man. You know, I want to get back into. Uh, just just making people laugh, doing funny shit, putting out funny content. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was working for one of the, the presidential candidates. It was like my my 36th campaign and fourth presidential. And then uh, it may or may not go off to work for somebody else here, but we're kind of running out of time. And I think I'm just getting so just uh, beat down by the political process. I didn't think I'd be that guy, but I think, you know, everybody gets to a place where you – you know, who did I hear the other day? Somebody say, like, you know what? Even with shit that you love and you know you're good at, it, sometimes you just got to walk away for a while and, and reboot. You do. Come back with, like, a new perspective. Totally. Uh, and, you know, it's hard to do that sometimes with campaigns right now. What what we know is at stake right now. I mean, we got an impeachment trial. I know we're not uh, – we said we're not doing politics, but yeah. the fact of the matter is, without getting into it, there is a, a, a fucking rigged impeachment trial taking place. Mm-hmm. That's uh, unprecedented. Uh, I just want to kick off the decade with uh, good friends, good family, good people, good times, good laughs, uh, some good food. Uh, you know, watch some uh, watch some good movies. Uh, not take things too seriously, and and also, you know, so fuck you around and get healthy. Yeah. You put you put all that shit to bed, and then yeah, you got it like uh, you know Kylo Ren. You got to let the past die, right? And, and how I do you know. feel? How do you feel now? Like in, well, at this I'm, point, I'm stoked to see you today, man. I'm, I'm glad been, to see this you has too. Been so nice, uh, I, I, dude. I'm really excited about the new year. I'm really excited about the new year. Uh, I've got somebody really special in my life that uh, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone like her. That's good, and it's very refreshing. You know, you're like, wait, so. Like I know the other day she was like, hey, can you grab my keys or my purse? I was like, that's so weird. There's not $900 cash in her purse that she can't <laughs> explain. Uh, oh, she's not an old guy and prostitute. So it goes a long way. Uh, so let me ask you before you, uh, did you like ask her, did you ask her that? Like, hey, are you a, 
No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm no, I, I don't ever lead with that anymore. But yeah, I, I led with that in 2019. So did she? But how, I guess how, I, did, how did you have that convo with? Did, like, does she know all about all? So of she listened to me on uh, on Jack and Eddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she don't she don't want to talk about it. She okay. don't, she doesn't want to ask me. But she doesn't want to hear about it. Okay. And that's what that's I cool. like. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like you know what? That's back there. We're moving forward. Uh, yeah, we're not doing that. And I don't, you know, you're not going to sit around and tell old stories about it or whatever, whatever. And I, and I, I thank you for talking about it. I mean, I know that it's probably not easy. And I hope she's listening to this. I'm sorry that I had to bring it up. But well, it's been, we haven't seen each other in two, two and a half years. Yeah, so yesterday was history, you know. Tomorrow's a mystery. That's right. That's right. But a good mystery. Uh, that was a very McConaughey line of you. Uh, Today's a gift. That's why they call it the present. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yesterday was history. <laughs> Today they call it present because it's a gift. Tomorrow's a mystery. Yeah, yeah that's great. Um, <laughs> no, I'm mean, like you know random comedy stuff. Uh, thinking about uh, starting some kind of regular. I don't know, something, a podcast or some kind of... Do something to get that comedy career going, man. I've been trying... Well, you know, I always get taken out by 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 campaigns, and then I get pulled back in. And get then, back in to go to Cap City, go do some uh, sets over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever I, done a set there? Yeah, that's where I started. At Cap City? Yeah, I was like 16, 17, wow. doing the open mic, and... Uh, Dudley and Bob. I saw that yeah, the show they moved to... They, well, they're only going to Afternoons, Okay. which I think that that that's means... That's where they're, Edward... Edward Two Hands was from, right? Edward Forty Hands. Forty Hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was 19 drinking 40s on air. That was, yeah, <laughs> FCC would not have. But we beat Stern that quarter in the ratings. So, wow. you, yeah. So, by, for a 19-year-old kid getting food bar. I was, uh, yeah, I was, I thought I was a rock star, man. I thought I was definitely a rock 19 star. 19 years old, not, not a word. Fighting cougars off me left and right. Still didn't have to shave. That's it was cool. nice, man. Hell Yeah. I'm excited about 2020. I think it's going to get awfully stressful towards the end of the year due to some events happening in this country. Mm-hmm. I hope we can keep it chill. I hope we can just get through this shit, get things back on track. I'm more pumped than anything you're doing a show again. Thanks, man. I'm trying to figure out. I want to do something. I've been doing like weird uh, like Your Instagram videos, videos cool. and shit. They're cool, man. Uh, yeah, I got a sweet little... Uh, one of my, my favorite one was when you reenacted Ferris Bueller. Oh, that was when the divorce ended. Yeah, and you and you, I was like, did it shot for shot? Yeah, I was like, son of a bitch, stole my idea. Well, you're not getting divorced. No, no, I'm not you're getting very no, happily not that, married. Not that, like that, that whole Ferris Bueller skit. I'm like, that damn fuck, he stole my idea. I just thought I did that. My Instagram's at the Sam Slade. Uh, if you're not familiar with uh, me or my bullshit, but uh, I thought it, after so many people come out of the woodwork over the course of of the divorce and everything and the just the whole crazy situation. I thought it'd be a very nice tribute to to the folks who had been there for me to do the the last scene of Ferris Bueller. So were you telling them to like go away? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to you yeah. don't have to worry about me. Yeah, yeah. Like it's what are you still it's here? It's over. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm excited about I'm excited about a new decade. Yeah. It's a great know? one. You know. You're gonna I, turn forty this decade. I am. I'm two years away from it, so I'm a year and a half away from it. Yeah, but you're years. but you're on pace. You've got a beautiful family. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. You're I'm running marathons now. You're bringing your podcast back. You're crushing. It. You live in a beautiful neighborhood. Thank you. I uh, what am I? I? I'm six years out, and I yeah, I, my apartment looks like Fletch's. Does it really? Looks like it I looks got the basketball cool. goal, and yeah, like he's got the rigged homemade basketball goal. Yeah, I've got that on the door now. I've got a kit I'm allergic to. I got a. 
Your crib looks nice. Uh, well, it's definitely a man cave, the whole fucking place. Uh, you know, 34 years old, you still have a bedroom decked out in Ghostbusters memorabilia. There's you know? nothing wrong with that. Uh, if I had it my way, this whole house would be decked out in Star Wars, but I'm living seriously through my son there right you now. Go. So. Oh, there's some cool shit in here, too. Yeah, there, there, there's a bunch of stuff that just we, he's made a mess in here. He's found some very cool stuff. I love the Lando. The oh, Lando yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, cool. My favorite are those little... The wrestlers, yeah. yeah. Is, uh, who is that? That's uh, that's Andre the Giant. Yeah. Uh, is that Million Dollar Man on the far right or or no, Thor? No, that's so that the guy. So Andre the Giant. I don't know who the guy is on on. I feel like it might be end. Thor. Um, no, it's not Thor. There's Ultimate Warrior, not Ultimate no, Warrior. Uh, the Legion of Doom. Road yeah. Warriors. Road Warriors. Talking Animal, and then Cody Rhodes. Okay. Suit. Yeah. Cody Dusty Rhodes, Rhodes is he's new. Yeah. I can't. I don't know who that one is, but I'm gonna get some more of those for him. Um. I just read somewhere that uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to play Hulk Hogan in a drama. I heard about that too. I think did he get stalled? Does that not happen? I think it. I think that's been on like development hell for a little I'm bit. Just stuck. Brother, brother, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh so, yeah. So, <laughs> so if you're a big fan of like wrestling, wrestling, which I think you kind of are, old, oh, school, old school. Yeah. Type YouTube search a, do- uh, a video called Bret Hart buries the world. Oh. It's so great. There's a good one Vice did recently on uh, Miss Elizabeth and Randy Savage. Yeah, that's so dark. Yeah, it's not fun. Well, the 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 documentary about Randy Savage on WWE Network was pretty that was pretty dark. bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. He would like he didn't want her to like leave the house when he would travel. Oh no. So she would stay in the. the oh, Miss Elizabeth. The, stay in the house. <laughs> I need you to stay in the house <laughs> with turkey dinners, dude. Not even kidding. I need you to have the turkey dinner ready. I'm gonna go film Spider Man and I'm gonna play both. Oh shoot, dude, she was yeah. she was fucking long dead by then. Oh yeah, she. Oh yeah, you were. No, no, yeah, she was gone by then because she was living with uh, Lex Luger, yeah, Lex Luger. And he fucking died, and then she. No, died. she didn't die. He's still he, alive. Who, wait, so she died living with him. She OD'd on prescription living with, pills. Yeah. On his prescription pills. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, he had like a stroke and was a quadriplegic for a little bit. Now he's like walking again. Yeah. And now he's like a spokesperson for. Don't WWE. be a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, all those guys, it's amazing. All those guys we looked up to they, at this point. They fucking, they find their way, but yeah. So Sam, uh, to wrap this up, I mean, I know we, there's so much we can cover. I know. Do we, go we, we, we got, we got to get back together soon. And we talk, will, man. But the main thing was, is that, just to get this back on and just catch up, get, start get my the decade. mojo back. Yeah, start the decade. I got you and my wife kind of helped me get this brainchild. Of Val Santos, twenty twenty four. But um, you talked a little bit about your Instagram. Where else can people find you if they want to? Uh, Instagram have a laugh? and Twitter are at the Sam Slade. I think Facebook is Facebook slash. Uh, yeah, you just search my name, Sam Slade. You can and you have some up. you have some funny videos on Twitter too, or just Instagram? I think most of those end up on Instagram. Yeah. Sometimes they end up on Twitter, but I I took a Twitter break after uh, the last campaign I was on. It's yeah. just, I you know people get all woke, and I'm like I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I understand. You know. Yeah. I'm not against it. I just you know maybe we get the country back on track before we start talking about dudes who had sex changes wanting abortions when that's science. Scientifically impossible, brother. Yeah. Wow. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's where you find me. I put up random. Uh, I do a lot of dunk contest videos in my living room. Yeah, those are pretty good. Uh, I still think Vince has you, though. I think Vince has me, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was pretty sick. 
I was stoked I got a nice reaction from young Jordan, though. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> In the hat, with hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find me, and I'll, you know, I'll be around. I'm sure I'll come back on, on yeah, the show. Yeah, you will. So, so I, I, before you wrap up, I wanted to let you know that I'm reading. I'm, we're not reading. I'm listening to Phil Jackson's 11 Rings Audible yes. book. I'm not a Phil Jackson guy or fan of his because I don't like, mostly because of the way he downgrades pop all the time or yeah. the Spurs. I hate the way he does that. But he's got an interesting philosophy. I've always said that about Phil. But Those are my two favorite coaches of all yeah. time are, are Phil and Pop. Yeah. And I'll say that as a Lakers fan. I, yeah. I love Popovich, man. Yeah, yeah. But Phil, you know, the fact that Phil would, he'd make the Bulls do fucking book reports. Yeah. Meditation. I mean, and... he'd, he'd hold them accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something LeBron doesn't have. You know, that's why they hired some shooting coach from Orlando. The oh, Bulls Frank Vogel? Who? Frank Vogel. He would, no, he was the head coach at the Pacers. Who? Yeah. Kidding, I'm yeah. just saying. He helped Paul George. Who? Right. No, the other oh, LA team. Broke leg. Uh, oh, dude, that was bad. Yeah. Hey, but the, the Clippers are doing pretty good, too. That's a good rivalry. That's a good rivalry. Oh, it is. LA's relevant again in basketball. Yeah, I think Blake Griffith's just going to have to give it up and do stand-up. <laughs> Or get she shot like in Detroit. I don't out, know. Roided out, carrot top. Anyway, carrot top is roided out. Yeah. Oh yeah. He it is. Says something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, on dude. Row. Thank you for being on. This and, is a uh, blast. I'm glad you're doing well and wish you the best this year. Dude, I'll just talk to you soon. It's not like. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. All I'm right. Saying. Don't make it like a eulogy. Yeah. Can you? Uh, before thank we wrap you. up, can you just do? What would you like? Not. I did Pat Summerall last time. You were being very bashful about doing impressions, but no, I'll do whoever. do one impression before we before we. Well, what sign have off. I been doing lately? Well, obviously, I did some McConaughey. I think you did, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, there is one podcast in 2020 you should be listening to. Okay, I know who that is. It is Ronos. <laughs> Ronos Bo. Ron doesn't know Joe. That's a good thing. <laughs> Thank you for having me on and watch my shows on Netflix. Will do, Barry. Oscar time. <laughs> and that was it. That was a conversation. We uh, we had a great talk, and you know. Uh, you know, listening back to it, when I when I listen back to this podcast, I, I really, I really felt like like he was getting a lot off of his chest, and it was more cathartic for him because, again, I, I think when you go through something that Sam went through, you you really have to talk about it and really really address it, and maybe I'm mean, Sam's Sam's talked about it plenty of times, and um, I hope that when he was with me that he didn't feel like I was trying to pry it out of him because I didn't want him to, to feel that way. I wanted him to feel like, you know, he was in a, in a safe place and he wanted to, uh, you know, just kind of make it a, like a moment of catharsis for him. So thanks for coming on the show, Sam. I know you'll be back and I promise that the next time you're back, we'll, we'll laugh more and maybe we'll talk about Fletch all the time or throughout the whole show. We'll talk about Fletch because I can quote Fletch all day long because Fletch is one of my favorite movies and I had a good friend tell me that I needed to like move on to the 21st century because Fletch is such an old movie but hey man Fletch may be 35 years old that movie or 34 years old and it, but it still holds up if you haven't seen it I suggest you watch it by far my favorite 
Chevy Chase movie, and that, that includes all the National Lampoons. I mean, I love the National Lampoons, but the, anyway, <laughs> my uh, my analysis not required. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Roel Santos Jr. at Roel Santos Jr. See, I'm still kind of like choppy with this, and uh, I'm still trying to get used to it again. Uh, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash row knows you can give it a like if you want um check out the back catalog if you want to subscribe on itunes there's a lot of good stuff on there you can check it out on google play and stitcher radio and acast uh if you have time write a review if you can it would be greatly appreciated kind of helps out the show and um be honest with your feedback if you listen to this uh, uh we're friends shoot me a text let me know what you thought of it or maybe shoot me a message on any of those social media platforms that we're friends on and tell me what you tell me what uh, what you felt about it uh, or any other episode for that matter so yeah that's gonna do it for this week guys y'all have a safe weekend